Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Welcome here, y'all. We are so excited to have you. We are going to jump in with a couple different things that have been happening. I feel like we're just running 100 miles per hour right now. This is a crazy season for the few, and we're really excited. We have a bunch of outreaches and different things happening. We're getting ready to celebrate our four-year anniversary of our Bible study group Mm -hmm. with our friends on June 7th. We're actually doing it a few days before, but we're going to do that, and we just passed our two-year milestone for the podcast. That's crazy to me. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's been a full two years yet. Crazy. And we hit one year, year, though. Yeah. Yeah, now it feels like we should be hitting one year, right. but then when we actually celebrated one year, it was like, no way. It no feels way. like it's been, you know, a couple months. And I think that's because we started it in, like, the midst of yeah. the pandemic and stuff, and it was just kind of, like, a crazy time for everybody, and so it just went so quick. But, I mean, looking back, some people might be like, that was the longest year of my life. But anyway, so we're celebrating, we celebrated the two years of the podcast. And on the same day, May 1st, we celebrated three years of our blog. So Uh we started them on the same day just so we could keep track of everything because we have so (laughs) many dates and we are getting ready to hit what milestone, Maddie? Yeah, we are almost halfway Actually, Mm -hmm. we're past halfway to 7,000 downloads for the podcast, which I think is just insane because we just celebrated 6,000 downloads with our blooper episode and everything. That was only like a month ago. ago, yeah. And so, yeah, we've got a lot of different things happening. I'm really surprised that we're hitting 7,000 downloads so quickly. And, you know, you guys are just chugging away on Mm -hmm. downloading. And I know that we have some new people listening and downloading and different things like that. So it's very, very exciting. Yeah, if you're new here, welcome. We are excited to have you here and just to talk about things from a biblical perspective. It mm-hmm. is so needed in our culture. And I know that there are a million other podcasts or blogs or YouTube channels or whatever that you could be tuning into and reading and hearing from. But we appreciate your time and you being here. Some exciting news is we're going to release a free thing. I'm not going to say what it is. Um, we're going to get, <laughs> we're going to release something, uh, that is going to be a huge help. We hope to new Christians, to Christians who are wanting to get serious about living for Jesus and making different choices in the very simple things in life that we sometimes overlook that really make a big, big difference. So we mm-hmm. will be releasing that whenever we hit 7,000 downloads. So you guys are going to want to make sure to follow us on Instagram and and yeah. follow our blog, follow the podcast, things like that, because we will be announcing that whenever we hit 7,000 downloads and also releasing whatever that thing is. You know, I can't give too yeah. much away. And we want you guys to be involved in that when we do hit 7,000 downloads. So be sure to be following and that kind of stuff because you will be updated on those platforms, especially Instagram, probably before the podcast. So, mm-hmm. all right, Maddie, let's jump in to this episode. I am going to be sharing a little thing that we saw on Instagram by a page called Conviction Co. And I've been loving their stuff recently. They have some really great posts. And I saw this thing that they said, compassion 
compassion and critical thinking are not mutually exclusive. They put a little graphic out that says this. And it got me thinking a lot about just how much the American church has gotten this wrong, especially in the past couple years, Mm -hmm. and how Christians have actually fallen into this lie that to think critically is to be mean, right? That's kind of like the underlying feeling that we all have, especially I feel like as Christians and conservatives um, in that kind of realm, mm-hmm. it gets pretty sticky, okay? It just yeah. get like, everybody has this feeling that we can't think critically, we can't have opinions about the different things that are happening in our world, especially when it comes to Roe v. Wade, especially when it comes to transgenderism, when it comes to COVID and the vaccines, and just a lot of different things that we see going on in our world and that have been big talk for the past couple years, couple months, whatever. And I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I can't really think about this because I know I can't speak about it. So, you know, yeah. we, we, I mean, we've been censored on Facebook for saying some different things whenever um, the George Floyd stuff was going on and we had a lot of the racism talk going on mm-hmm. and we got censored for that on Facebook. So, we understand, like, we're coming from this point of we have been outspoken about things that are biblical, things that matter that Christians should be speaking out on and I feel like we've gotten to the point in our society where it's like just don't think because it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think that you can definitely have one extreme or the other. Sure. And I think that most churches have leaned more toward the compassion side, which mm-hmm. I don't think is altogether bad, but I do think that we need to kind of merge the two. I don't think you should either mm-hmm. be on, you know, the critical thinking side and then you just automatically have to be mean and completely, State the facts. <laughs> yeah, just be completely inconsiderate sure. of people and just how they view certain things. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there is one truth. I'm not saying that we should necessarily bow down to what people think is their own truth or, you know, the truth that they have come up with that they believe in, Mm -hmm. because there is one truth and facts do not bend to whatever you want to believe. And so, I think that, yes, sometimes we have to be kind of firm when stating the facts, but I think that some people have gone too far and they've just been extremely mean in their social media posts. I know that we've known quite a few people like that, especially during COVID, just with all of the different things that were happening. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we were talking about that stuff too, but, you know, we're doing podcast episodes, posting on Instagram about it and Parler and different things like that. And while we were still discussing different facts that we had learned about, we did our best to say those things in love while Mm -hmm. still calling out the sin and hypocrisy, especially in the political realm, but also in the church and Mm -hmm. just the different things that were going on there. So, I think that it shouldn't be one extreme or the other. You know, they're not mutually exclusive like the graphic said. And so, as a church, we have leaned too far toward the compassion side. Mm -hmm. I know the whole thing about love your neighbor and Romans 13 have Mm -hmm. been going around a lot lately. And while Jesus did say those things, he didn't tell us to like completely let people just 
you know, go to hell just because we didn't want to be firm with what we believe in and we didn't want to make people somewhat uncomfortable in a good way in terms of conviction and different things. And I know that it's not our place to convict people's Mm -hmm. hearts, but I think that the Lord does call us to say different things that he can use to convict other people Mm -hmm. and so, and convict ourselves also. So I think that as a church, we need to get past this whole, we can only love our neighbor and that means that we can't say anything that might Mm -hmm. offend them or that might drive them further away from Jesus. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, if they're being driven further away from Jesus because of the way that we're presenting our facts, then I think we need to rethink our approach. Mm -hmm. But if anything, being kind enough to educate them about different things and to tell them about Mm -hmm. some of the really horrible things that are actually happening because of abortion, because Mm -hmm. of Black Lives Matter, because of COVID. When we are kind enough to tell them these different things, maybe they didn't know where to look for Mm -hmm. proper research or something like that, we are helping them to really reevaluate what they believe in. And that's good for all of us. I mean, we've had people during the whole COVID thing who really challenged us on some different things. And, you know, we rethought our position and sometimes it stayed the same, sometimes it changed. And so I think that just as a church, we need to get past this whole, if we think critically, then people are going to hate us Mm -hmm. and we're going to be hating on them. I'm pretty tired of the church behaving like that because we are just sending people to the exact same hell that they were going to in the first place by not helping to convict them. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I think that we, as the American church, need to realize that there is right and there is wrong. Mm -hmm. Because so many people think that there's this gray area that we can function in as Christians and be like, okay, well, it's not terrible, but it's not good. And so we have to be loving and stuff. And I just want to look at people and say, well, what did Jesus do? Okay, like, let's look at what Jesus did in scripture. He ate with sinners. He, you know, healed sinners. His disciples were sinners. Like, he was around sinners day in and day out, but he didn't do those things to accept them and to, you know, show them that he was just this loving, kind guy that didn't care about sin and was just, you know, coddled them and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. No, he sat with them and led them and taught them in order to lead them to repentance, in order to show them that you can go and sin no more. Like, that's the whole point of the gospel. When we encounter it, even in our lives, like if you are wondering, okay, how does this whole thing look? Like people say, well, we're still sinners. We're going to make mistakes. Our mom wrote a really great blog post on this. It's titled Our Old Dead Self. You can search it on our blog. I might even put the link in the description if I remember. But I think that we need to realize once we encounter the gospel, we are not supposed to be the same. Mm-hmm. We don't function the same. We don't have the same viewpoints. Motives change. Your priorities change. It's all different because of what Christ has done for you and how he's changed you. And it shouldn't be because you are doing that all to yourself, right? We talked a little bit about that in our latest episode, mm-hmm. um, the one before this one. But I think that we need to remember that actually thinking critically is compassionate. Yes. Because you're showing a genuine interest in someone else. Like if I know 
for instance, okay, we wrote about this on our blog as well, and we struggled for a really long time, and hear me on this one because I know that we may have some people listening that don't agree with this. That's totally okay, but we struggled to write and talk about the fetal tissue that is in the COVID vaccines. We struggled for a really long time and mm-hmm. battled through it and we're like, is this going to be uplifting? Is this going to actually help some people? And we prayed through it and the Lord led us to do it. And so, we we went ahead, wrote a part one and part two on the blog. The, the blog post is titled Manipulated Minds. And it has been such an amazing couple of posts to point people to because it was shocking how many people didn't know this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even saying lost people, y'all. I'm saying yeah. church-going believers, people who go to church every single Sunday who are faithful, who help out with different things and volunteer and just all these different things that I would be like, why don't you know this? Like, <laughs> you're in church. You, you're supposed to be doing research. You're supposed to be doing this. I don't feel like we are loving anyone when we don't tell them the truth mm-hmm. that we know. You know, like if I kept that to myself, didn't tell anybody, even if they didn't ask my opinion, you know what? This is something that bothers me. I'm going on a little tangent here, but I really do believe that as Christians, we should have opinions about right and wrong. Why? Why should we have opinions as Christians? I believe that we should know right and wrong and we should know what the Lord commands of us. Mm -hmm. And because of that, we should have an opinion about things because everything is spiritual. Every single thing in this world, every single issue you're seeing on the news today, like literally any day, you can show me the news and I can point you back to, here's what scripture says about this. Here, it's spiritual. It is totally, you know, the evil that is in our world that's penetrating all of our minds and just thinking that it can deceive us. And so, if we allow that to continue to happen, if we allow that to seep into people's minds and just deceive them and fill their hearts with lies and all of that stuff, then are we truly loving them? Yeah. Are we truly showing them the truth of the gospel and telling them right and wrong by being silent? Mm -hmm. No, we're not. Like, we're not at all. So, I really think that thinking critically is compassionate, and I think it's what we're called to as believers. Yeah, and something that I've been thinking about a lot recently is the young people in the church being Mm. so indoctrinated almost with just the different things that we see on social media and different things like that because even if you do follow good Christian accounts, good political accounts, Mm. whatever, the people who run these social media apps and different things, like they want you to see certain things that are going to just plant little seeds in your mind that make you doubt whether abortion really is wrong or if there really is a lot of racism in America or if the COVID vaccine scene is going to save my life. And so, I just feel terrible for all these young people who, I mean, I know that part of it is our fault, like we're lazy and we don't research stuff, but I feel so bad for these young people, especially in the church where they're going to find truth Mm -hmm. and that's the only place they can go to find truth. And I think that as a church in America and across the world, we we really need to be focusing in on teaching people about certain things. You know, with this whole Roe v. Wade thing, it has been just like heartbreaking to see all these posts of these different protests Mm -hmm. from the pro-choice people who have these grotesque and disgusting signs and these sayings that are just so evil. And 
we had Bible study on Thursday and one of our friends who's obviously pro-life and stuff showed us something that she had seen on Instagram of just these like horrible signs. Horrible. And I just felt so bad because I was like, when was the last time that we actually talked about Roe v. Wade Mm -hmm. in a church service? Mm -hmm. When was the last time we actually talked about how being pro-life is great Mm -hmm. and how we should all be pro-life and that abortion is murder and different things like that? Like, young people have got to hear this stuff Mm -hmm. because unlike our friend who has been in our Bible studies and we've all been able to just talk about these different things with each other, unlike her, all of these other teenagers are looking on social media seeing that exact same post and thinking well maybe it is a woman's right to have an abortion like well what if it was an accident what if it was rape and Mm -hmm. i know it's hard to talk about these different things in church because then you do have to address things like that like you know what if it was rape or something Mm -hmm. like that but in most scenarios it's not just a little tangent there and like all these teens have got to be hearing about this stuff because in school they have friends who are Mm -hmm. getting abortions okay we've got 16 year olds getting pregnant and getting abortions yeah and they think it's okay and so i think that this is because not entirely but this is partly because the church hasn't been compassionate enough Mm -hmm to think critically and research these kinds of things and then talk about it with especially teens in the church, but also adults who don't know necessarily how to navigate that, how to Mm -hmm. lay out a sound argument for why you should be pro-life or, Mm -hmm. you know, that's just the example I'm using, but there's so many other things also. Yeah, because their parents aren't teaching them anything either, right? Because if their parents knew what was right and wrong, we would have strong biblical families who have a foundation of truth, who Mm -hmm. know Jesus for themselves, who have read the word, they know what God commands, and they have an opinion about it. Like, that would be amazing to see in our country. And this woke stuff, it's in rural Ohio where we live, guys. It is in these small towns, Mm -hmm. country life. Like, literally, I never thought I'd see it, but it's happening right here. right where we live, where we are. And when you think about wokeness, when you think about abortion and all these things, you think it's just happening in, you know, New York City and it's just happening in LA and it's just happening in these big cities that have thousands and thousands of people living in them. And that's not the truth anymore. Like the evil is spreading. Mm -hmm. But the encouraging part of this, I think, and the key to this is that if we every single one of us listening to this podcast episode now and who are here having this conversation today, what if we chose to think critically Mm -hmm. and to be compassionate in that way? What if we decided, hey, we're going to actually research these things and I'm going to form an opinion about these things because of what Christ tells me based on his word. And I think that when we do stuff like that, we overcome the evil, guys. We are not on defense. I always like to use this analogy. We are not on defense. We are always on offense because of what Jesus has done for us on the cross. So there is not a moment in our lives that we should be threatened by evil, that we should think that evil is winning. It's not. You know what? It may be spreading. It may be seeping into the church and into the minds of even believers who we Mm -hmm. wouldn't expect it to, but these things can be things that teach us 
how to think critically, how to research, how to form an opinion based on the word of God and truth itself, how to pray. There's just so much that can be learned and so much that can inspire us in this time if we look for it. But it's kind of like we talked about in a previous episode. Man, I'm just going back to everything in this episode. Um, Basically, just go back and read (laughs) and listen to everything. (laughs) We had an episode a couple weeks ago. The title was In the Midst of Despair, We Hope. And Maddie and I talked about this a little bit of how, you know, the evil looks like it's winning. And mm-hmm. um, it can be really easy to despair in this time when all we're watching is just craziness. Like, there is not a day that goes by that I do not think, can we get any more out there? You know, like, yeah. can we lose our minds really? anymore? I just think it's so crazy. But here's the deal, guys. I'm going to try to sum this up a little bit. With things like COVID, with things like abortion and transgenderism and feminism and all of these things that we are hearing about and are just being shouted in our ears and it sounds like people are shouting in megaphones and it's just so loud all the time these messages of just full of lies and full of evil and despair things that would cause us to despair the deal is that jesus has given us the victory Mm -hmm. and we can rest in that. We can rest in the fact that Jesus has won the battle and he needs us to be a part of it in this way. Like he, he wants to use us. He wants people to come to know him, but how can we do that if we're scared to say what he's told us in scripture? Mm -hmm. How do we do that when we don't think about things? And what is the opposite of not thinking critically, of not thinking for yourself? it's following. It's being led by someone else. Mm -hmm. And I think that we all know by now, and if you don't, please hear me out on this. If you are not a leader, you are a follower. And in this time, it is crucial that we have biblical leaders who are willing to stand on the word of God and who are willing to say, this is not happening Mm -hmm. in this school. This is not happening in my town. (laughs) This is not happening in my county. Those kinds of things matter. And we think that it's just large scale, you know, well, how is it going to affect the whole U.S. or whatever? Listen, it starts right where you are. In your sphere of influence, the people that you can impact, that's what matters. And what we do matters in this world. So Mm -hmm. don't lose sight of that. Every single word that you say, every smile that you offer to a stranger, that's what matters. That's what changes our world for the better. Don't be afraid to have the hard conversations because trust me, there has been a lot of times where I'm like, I just wish we didn't have to have this conversation because it's like, oh, but we do. We need to have those conversations and they change people's lives. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah. We just want to leave you with this verse. We have included this verse in lots of different episodes it's but so good. it's very good so first john 4 1 says beloved do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from god for many false prophets have gone out into the world i think that this is crucial for where we're at in the american church the amount of false prophets that are in the world yeah. on social media in our churches mm-hmm. even the sheer volume of it can sometimes seem overwhelming like lily was saying but I believe that if we really do start to test certain things and we start to really research and we start to pray about them and look in scripture and see what the Lord has to say about them, like we can change the course of history. And I think that a lot of us act like we don't have that capability, Mm -hmm. but in reality, I mean, if we would just, 
unite and we would really do what scripture tells us basically we could literally change history we could change what's going on in our country we wouldn't have to worry about roe v wade anymore we wouldn't have to worry about feminism taking over and destroying marriages and families we wouldn't have to think about racism and or supposed racism and all the different things that it's doing if we simply got together and we started talking about these things in our churches because that's what this verse is telling us to do. Mm. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits. This isn't just individually. I mean, yes, we should be testing the spirits individually, but I think that this verse also calls us to do it corporately in our church bodies and that is not happening enough right now. Mm -hmm. So, I think that if you are one of those people who wants to think critically, make sure that you're praying and testing your own spirit even, Mm -hmm. making sure that you are being kind when you put a post on social media or you're having a conversation with someone about it. I'm not saying that you can't be somewhat firm or convincing in your argument, but I have seen a lot of people who are just acting like everyone is so stupid and (laughs) can't understand things like they can and they're the expert and different things like that and then they're Mm. not willing to learn from others. So, I think that this is just an important thing that we need to do as a church. Make sure that we're not completely on the side of critical thinking where we're just kind of putting people down because they Mm -hmm. don't know about this stuff and saying that it's just ridiculous that they don't know already. They should have been researching this stuff. Sometimes people don't know where to start. We didn't know where to start, honestly. Mm -hmm. At the beginning of COVID especially, it was all just kind of like, what is happening? Right. But then we also have to be careful that we're not on the total other extreme of only compassion. We can't have difficult conversations with people. And that's what Jesus did his whole ministry, like Lily was talking about. You know, he would eat with the sinners. He would let them follow him and he poured into them. But at the same time, he said, go and sin no more. You know, it's not one or the other. Like, you can follow me and I'll love you and Mm -hmm. this and that. Or, you know, you're a sinner. You're a terrible person. Why haven't you thought about this and this and this? It was a mixture of both. And I think that really we only need to look to Jesus' life Mm -hmm. to find a really good example of how to do that in our own day and Mm -hmm. how to do that in our churches and stuff. So, Thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to check out our blog and Mm -hmm. all the different blog posts that Lily referenced. (laughs) Sorry, guys. You're going to be reading all day. You got homework this time. Yeah. Uh, Our blog is always linked in the description of every podcast episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, get on our email list for our blog, different things like that to be informed whenever we put something new out or... Uh, whenever we release this special thing we're going to be doing for 7,000 downloads, you won't want to miss it. So, we're going to wrap up this episode in prayer, so please pray with us. Dior, I just thank you for this day and this episode, and I just thank you that we were able to sit down and just talk about all the different things that are going on in the church and what we can do to fix them. I pray that you would just help us to be problem solvers in our churches, in our spheres of influence. I pray that you would just help us to really point people toward you, that we would think critically and still be compassionate, and that we would be able to merge those two together, and that we would be able to point people in the right direction after we have prayed and studied scripture and just heard from you. I pray that you would just be speaking to each and every one of us and giving us plenty of opportunities to share the gospel with people and to uh, teach them about some of the different things that are going on in our world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, like Maddie said, we appreciate y'all being here. Don't forget to hit that download button on this episode so that you can listen anytime you want, wherever you are, and we will talk to you guys next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 